Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Experience Podcast. Well, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Just a little bit. <laughs> That's a lot of information dumped on us in one week. Um, I think it was like all one day, too. Yeah, I think it pretty much was. It was like, here's everything that you've wanted us to come back to you with, just not in the way that you want us to come back to us, to come back to it. In with. Yeah. <laughs> in with. Yeah, I, I can't think of what the ending was for that, but they came back to us. They just they didn't come back did. to us with what we wanted them to come back to us with, I think is a better way of saying it. Yeah, but I think that's what you were going for the first time, but <laughs> I got it. It was understandable. Like, I get what you were trying to say. Mm. And I'm assuming listeners will too. I'm sure they will. We've got some smarty pants listeners, I'm sure. Um, yeah. It was, it's like everything we suspected, I think. But it's kind of finally confirmed, except they really did go there with the not letting any remote raid pass be used. Yeah. Well, which well genuinely makes me sad. Like, yeah, I think they, it's a genuine disappointment. That. Well, they've built this event around the fact that they cancelled remote raids pretty much. Yeah, but it's genuinely like, like you already limited people and made it like a hassle and annoying and frustrating. But this is mm-hmm. like, I like doing raids with you, and it, they're taking that from people, and that's not nice. Well, not when you're going to throw a shadow shiny Mewtwo in there and say, oh, by the way, you also can't do remote raids. You can't bring people in. You're on your own. Good luck. Find a community. I don't know. It's weird. People are like, be social, be friendly. And it's like, I am friends and like, have relationships with people that are all the way on the other side of the world. Like, how can you be <laughs> more... <laughs> Sociable, I guess. Exactly. Well, other than that, which we will get to shortly, how was your week in Pokemon Go? It was good. I think your week was fancy. My week was interesting. But did you get anything good? I don't think anything great. Was this the time that I hatched a, um, let's see, what was it called this time? I always <laughs> pronounce them weird, so I'm like, I'm going to stare at the word. I think you should start writing down what you catch and what you hatch. Well, I'll lose the note, so it's <laughs> I'm gonna read it out loud. I think it was, what was it? Oh no, the fanciest thing that I saved is I haven't gotten rid of is an oracle, but that's not very fancy anyway. I think whatever I caught was poop, so I transferred it out. I should write it down. Well, I got a shiny Voltorb and a shiny Sunkern. A shiny Sunkern, incidentally, I got about an hour ago off the GoPlus. Not as good as previous weeks, but not bad. And? And I also hit level 48 about 30 minutes ago as well. <laughs> so, whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's it's going to take a while to get through 48, though. Definitely going to take a Read while. Read them out. Read up the mission. Oh, right, okay. So we've got to power up Pokemon 48 times. That's going to be easy. Make 489 throws. Pretty easy. Four excellence in a row. <laughs> this one's going to wind me up because whenever I get the like, two, three. research, yeah. yeah, it says like three, three in a row. After like two, I always mess up the last one. You get a Pokemon that you can't hit the excellent, and I mess it up. And after a couple of hours of that, I just bin it because it annoys me. But this one, four in a row. So I think I might save that one for the next time I do a legendary, whenever that might be. When you're trying to get excellence, you always seem to miss, or the Pokemon mm-hmm. jumps at the last second. Or when you get not the littlest circle Pokemon. Yeah, but like if you if you're not trying, then you do it. You can do like ten in a row without even trying, and it's like, oh, that was cool. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that was cool. Before you realise it, you're up to like ten. But when you're trying to do it, 
a little so and so has always jumped. Um, defeat the rocket leader 14 times. 48 candies with your buddy. Again, that's not difficult. Uh, with a one kilometer buddy, I can do that in a week anyway. Um, catch 480 Pokemon. Again, easy. I can do that in a day if I really set my mind to it. Two days if I just leave the other catcher on. And catch 480 normal Pokemon. That one's going to take a bit longer, depending on the weather, really. Win 14 raids. Okay, that one's going to take a while, considering raids, raiding is now dead. And then spin a stop 14 days in a row. So that's the, that's the 48 kind of, 48 challenge, because you get two sets when you hit certain mission, levels. Yeah, it's not a mission yeah, challenge. Th- these ones, these ones are challenges. And then the requirements to get to level 49. Obviously, I have to earn 25 million XP. Very easy. No biggie. No biggie. Yeah, biggie. Um, 10 trades with Pokemon caught at least 300 kilometers apart. So that's fine. Which means when you come here, you need to bring 10 Pokemon with you. We'll just no biggie. Them. No biggie. Yeah. 50. We'll do that. Yeah, we have to make 50 trades that go lucky. So that might take about a week doing 100 well, a day. Well, our first one, I think, will count. Yeah, definitely. Send 500 gifts. Do that in five days. I send 100 a day anyway. And then have 35 platinum medals, which has already been ticked because I'm already past 35 platinum medals anyway. So, yeah, it should be fun. Another catch-up was the Go Battle Day. You started yours, Mr. Yeah. B. You were, what, 79? You tried. Yeah, I did, I did, I did 79 really good ones and got myself up to, I think, rank 14 or whatever it is, or level 14 or whatever, and then just cheated the rest of the way. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I got bored. <laughs> I didn't cheat it. You just didn't try. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so obviously everyone else probably knows it's out of 100 that you had to do and you, the reward was 25,000 stardust, but, um, some people, who did it a certain way only got like up to like 96 and it didn't count the rest of them so then there was a makeup research so you got 5k stardust to catch a pokemon and to what 20,000 stardust then you got, yeah, then, yeah you end up getting for the people that didn't finish it they ended up getting the 25,000 um stardust in the end anyway so i think you did better than me because well, i only got up to like 40 and then I was done. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think it's because like, I, I genuinely feel like I kept battling the same people <laughs> yeah. over and over again. Well, I, I just had to, I put it on Twitter that I apologize to anybody I beat and you're welcome to anybody that manages to manage to get me when I got bored. So for the last 21, yeah. they just had to turn up and hit me once and all my Pokemon painted one at a time. Yeah, so. I think I did 40 where I was like kicking butt and I got to level 14 too. Like the, that one, and then I just genuinely, because I won quite a few of them, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, whoa. So then I was like, not into it after a while, because it was genuinely the same Pokemon I kept fighting. It was like nothing changing, and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and so then I just was like, well, I still kind of played in between it, but I was like a lot less trying for the rest of it because it was like nope there's 60 more i gotta do so i'm <laughs> just gonna get through this because it's kind of repetitive every once in a while yeah it just, there was no um other than stardust which is always nice i don't think there was anything that was like you didn't you didn't even get any good pokemon i just got the same the same three pokemon over and over again whenever you get to a certain level and get more pokemon like i hate gbl anyway there's no secret to this i genuinely hate doing the gbl battles but the same three Pokemon just kept popping up. Yeah, that's um, how I The felt. inconsequential I like, Pokemon. 
and the yeah. IV floor was dropped down to zero as well. So they weren't even good Pokemon. You weren't you weren't getting good That's IV Pokemon either. <laughs> yeah. So other than the Stardust, which was the only reason to play in in that, because you don't get anything else other than that. You know, it's great when you know you get good Pokemon at the end when you get to you know level twenty, rank twenty, whatever you want to call it, and you get to there and they give you a good legendary, a good legendary Pokemon. That's cool. But if you, if you can be bothered to get to that point, I just can I can't be bothered. It just takes too long. It's too much messing. Yeah, if I have to do it, I'll do it. But other than that, no. Continuously. Yeah. It's like the first two were like, okay, this isn't too bad. And like, I went through it, but it was like genuinely by 20, I was like, this is just the same people over and over again. Or if it wasn't yeah. the same people, it was the same kind of Pokemon, the same kind of, it was like there was nothing changing. And yeah. it was just boring. It's and I did to 40, and I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. It's good practice, I guess, for people to. Yeah. It's good for like people it. that like doing it and who yeah. want to progress and just, you know, free Stardust. But for me, no. Bored. Yeah. It was. After a while, I was like, okay, no. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is too, like, a lot. But it was yeah. fun in the beginning, I guess, mm-hmm. to do something again. Because it's like, we used to rape a lot more. We used, yeah. to, it used to invite me and whatever. So that's one thing. But, yeah, this time it was like, nope, I got to just get through these. And it was like more like it was a job than it was, like, fun, you know? Yeah, exactly. I did. I kind of... Did something I don't normally do just because it's been so bad with trying to get coins around here is I mm. put like the ten bucks into getting Ooh. coins so I you could. Spent, you sent money to Niantic. I had to expand oh, my deck no. because the how many Pokemon, not the decks, how many Pokemon I could have in storage. Well, the storage wasn't bad because I just delete stuff and don't care. But the Pokedex, it was like I mean whatever Pokemon storage. I had to. Delete a Pokemon every time I try to catch it, and that's why it was like really limiting my game because it's like mm. some of these I don't want to delete if they're de- better than the ones I had before, or yeah. they're just like ones like you know what I mean. So I mm-hmm. just it was it wasn't as fun playing anymore. It was really hard because I kept waiting to try and get coins from the gyms, and it's just really tough. Yeah. So I spent the monies, and I also oh. dun 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 <laughs> I bought the three re- the raid passes. That were like a million dollars. Extortion. Five hundred and something is that right? Is that what yeah. I did? Because that was insane. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. Gone because I only I expand, Yeah, I expanded the I expanded my Pokemon storage a couple times, and then I think the item storage once, and then the rest I did that, and maybe like one of those was it? I don't know. I think that was it. But mm. I because I still have a little bit left, but. Genuinely, those raid passes were like, is this really this how much I'm spending? Like, that's yeah, but you, you only want to use them. You only want to use them on really good things now, though. Whereas like before, well, it was like, hey, yeah. let's just do a raid. Now it's like, no, 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 we'll keep them for the good ones. Like the rest, yeah. Of them now, now it's like you gotta like hoard it for like a treasure. Yeah. But I only gotta... keep it so I can do it with you because that's what I like about it. But yeah. it's frustrating. I mean, we already mentioned the shadow things that that doesn't even get to work with that so that's kind of annoying too mm-hmm. and it's like well, we have to genuinely try to find a good raid to well, use them the, the next one to use them on will be regigigas yeah so that's the only one i'll be using are we going out to, to raid really that'll be the next one so i don't think you i don't think you have a regigigas i think we talked about this last week or the week yeah, before but you don't have one so we'll do one for that just so you get one um mm-hmm. and i already have a, a hundo but i want a shiny so i'll be doing them for the shinies as much as I can. Obviously, I'll be doing them in person. 
I'll invite you and whoever else and all his friends. But other than that, you know, other than what we're going to talk about with the shadow raids and so on, raiding is going to be, the, you know, the, the least of my my worries. And if you look at, I mean, obviously I'm not I'm not going out there and doing hundreds of raids constantly. If you look at the past five months and when I powered up, it said I'd done 115 raids, which is 115 raids in five months. So I'm obviously not a big raider. I go out on a raid, whatever. Oh, it like, definitely whatever. was more before, though. Well, it was because it was 150-something the last time. And it but was like, it slowed down massively. And right remote raid when people invited you for who live yeah. in different, different countries and stuff. Because exactly. you liked it, and it was mm-hmm. good, and you would well, save up the coins and buy them. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was, it was worth it for the coins, for the, the, coins you know, the, the money you were spending or for the coins you were using. It was cheap enough, cheap enough and worth doing. Whereas now it's just not worth it. It's cost too much money. I'm not interested in paying that much money. Yeah, it's um, just absurd. It's just strange. Yeah. I, I, as soon as it, like to look at the price and just get three, I was like, this is. It's the same just as the eggs, ridiculous. though. Well, it's the same situation with the eggs. I've gone through 19 eggs this week. Probably more now, actually. I was on 19. I think I've done about 20 something. Yeah, 20. They're dead, dead on 20. So 20 eggs I've done this week. That's not trying, really, because um, that's just through work. But I did end up with an entire roster of 10k eggs, so I'm not going to get through them as fast as I'd like to. But I, I don't, I don't see the point in paying for the incubators like I used to. You know, like I said before, I used to put 20 pound on every month when I got paid. I used to spend 20 pound, get all the incubators, and then catch as many eggs as possible. But there's nothing in the eggs apart from Larvesta, which is, you know, like one in a million chance of getting. I don't one. think I've gotten it. Yet. No, you've not got it yet, but I've only, I've only found one. What do you think about all the eggs? That are, when it first came out and I hatched all those eggs, and then this week I'm on 20 eggs. Again, you know, not a massive pro, but they, the majority were 10Ks, because it seems that every time I spun a stop after hatching one, I get another 10K out, so, you know, that's nice of them. But 10K eggs, I'm only hatching sort of one and a... I'm, I'm doing one a day, or at least I'm hatching one a day, but it take, it's going to take longer, and I'm not... I'm really not going to buy super incubators. Because, again, you're getting the same Pokemon I've got over and over again with not even the greatest IVs. Yeah, my my eggs, it's not really exciting. It's like, the only thing I'm going to be excited about if it's, like, something special comes out of it, if it's, like, can they even, like, I don't even know. It's I think one time I got that one little one, but I was mm. like, yay. So if, if I get something that has better IVs than the one I got before, then I guess it's special, but... Well, last time I got something good out of an egg was um, Togetic. With the Togetic day, when I got Togepi. That was the last yeah. time I got anything good out of an egg. Was Other it than Iggly that, something that I got? That uh, little Yeah, Iggly Buff. Yeah, Iggly Buff. Yeah, but you've been waiting for that for a long time. I had, was like, for well, since I started, I was like, mm. there's just one. The babies. The babies were the first ones <laughs> I was like, I want the babies. <laughs> <laughs> I did finally catch all the Kecleon, so. I know, that's like a feat in itself. I finally got to 10, and now I've got 385 excellent throws to do. That took um, you a while. That's going to take a while, yeah. But not so. even because you didn't try. Like, you were out there trying. here. like, And if mm-hmm. you saw one, you would try to go get it. And then it'd yeah. leave. Or even if you remember that one Pokestop where it's like you, it just didn't want to participate. Yeah, it really didn't. And, you know, going out at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning when I can see it down the road, it's not ideal. <laughs> Especially when it's right outside a hospital. Well, I think that's it for our week. So, shall we move on to the news? I believe we shall. Okie dokie. So, the news this week, we've got 
an interesting week, let's face it. So we'll start with the Master Ball, which is finally entering the game. The final story for Season 10, which is the one that we're on right now, starts on May 22nd at 10am. So when you're listening to this, it should already have been started, or should have already started, unless you are really, really early or in the Americas. So the research to acquire the Master Ball was kind of leaked, and then it was released pretty much the same day, along with the uh, upcoming Shadow Raid news. So the good thing is we know pretty much what's going to happen. If you don't know already, the Master Ball is the best ball in the game. You can literally catch any Pokemon with it, even if it's on a lure, uh, if it's on an incense, if it's in a raid, and also if it's on your 15-minute daily incense as well. In the games, when you threw the Master Ball, you'd have a mechanic. So as soon as you threw it, the game would take over so you couldn't miss the same thing. The exact same thing is going to happen within Pokemon Go. You'll see the Pokemon that you want, you, you select the Master Ball, and then you'll get ready to throw it. And as you, you know, kind of do your little twirl on the screen and throw it, then the little cartoon kind of thing takes over. So it's very much like when you catch a Pokemon that's only available in AR or has a little storyboard behind it. It will take over then and very much like sort of half AR. The Pokeball will be thrown and it will be thrown with like a cartoon background on it. And then your Pokemon will be sat there on the screen and it will just catch it. Easy, simple and done. So the good thing is it's been done properly. It's not allowing you to lose the Master Ball by, you know, throwing too wide or for the Pokemon to punch it away. So the good thing is they've actually done that bit right. Happy days. In the main games, it was invented by Silk Co., which is like the Silk Road. Niantic have actually added this detail in their release. I think it's a little bit of a nod to Silk Road, but they've added it within the, um, the script that Professor Willow will, will say. And the good thing is, because it's that close, and also New Zealand and Australia are currently dealing with this right now, we know what the rest of the research is for the end of the Let's Go storyline, which is season 10. Page 4 of 6, catch a Pokemon, you get 500 XP. For doing that, and then a thousand XP and a thousand Stardust for the bits at the bottom. Part five or six is catch 25 Pokemon for 2500 Stardust. Defeat three Team Go Rocket Grunts for a hyper, oh, sorry, three hyper potions. Make three excellent throws for a far fetched. Evolve five Pokemon for 2500 Stardust. And battle in a gym three times, which gives you five revives. And then the, the gifts for that is a Master Ball, a thousand XP and a thousand Stardust. And then page six of six, which is just the end of everything, is claim reward, claim reward, claim reward, which is ultra ball times ten, two silver pinup berries, two star pieces, and three thousand stardust and a thousand XP. So that's the last story. Nothing too fancy, nothing too exciting, but that's getting the master ball. Um, we did wonder how they were going to give us the master ball. They couldn't make it too difficult because they had to make it available for everybody to get. So they couldn't make it, you know, ridiculous with, you know, catch a thousand Pokemon or make him, you know, a thousand bloody excellent throws or something like that. So the good thing is they've made it available to everyone. It just depends how everyone is going to use it. You know, don't leave it near your kids where they're going to catch a poppet or a, a Spearow with it. <laughs> um, but also... Dunsparce. You know, Dunsparce. But the good thing is it's available for you to use on any Pokemon you want. Just remember, use it on something good. Use it on a legendary, use it on a Galarian bird, on your 15-minute incense if you're going to use it for anything, or, like me, just keep it to one side. 
for rainy day. I want all four you, Well, I don't know how many you're going to be able to stack. This is the thing. I've got a funny feeling that you can only have one, one at a time. I think this is going to be a yearly thing, very much like certain Pokemon being released. You know, you can only get a shiny Meltan once a year. You can only get a shiny Smurgle once a year. You can only get. I think they should only they shouldn't limit it that much. Well, I don't know. It'll be special events. That's the only reason they're going to put this out. They might they've released. I mean, at least now, give so. the three. Like they yeah, even well, have the yeah. three remote raid passes for like sixty bajillion coins. Yeah, well, I don't. That you're not going to be able to buy this because otherwise that defeats the point. Because the idea of a master ball is it's it's a one in a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity to be able to catch one of whichever the Pokemon you want. They won't yeah, monetize it. It's going to be good because they've released this just in time for Shadow Muta coming back as a shiny. But shiny legendary is, you know, 100% catch rate. So the only thing that you're going to want it for is that Hundo Muta. If you get it, a Shadow Hundo, Hundo Muta. That's the only thing it's going to be good for. those really so. hard ones to catch for the raids. Yeah, it, that's pretty much what it's going to be used for. Anyway, let us know what you are going to use it on. Let us know what you did use it on. Let us know what your four-year-old used it on. <laughs> Whatever it may be. <laughs> and leading on from that, obviously the Shadow Raids are finally here. It's been everywhere for the past few days. If you don't know about it, then I don't know what cave you've been living in. However, they have finally been announced. They have been set in the, the kind of background data for a few weeks now. I think we talked about about three weeks ago. And Shadow Mewtwo is back. And this time, he can be shiny. So that will be on Saturday 27th until Sunday the 28th. I don't yeah. think I have a shiny. No, um, I have a shiny Mewtwo. Which is not a bad one. It's not a good one either. But I have it. But a Shadow Shiny. And that's going to be cool. Okay, I so. it's a Shadow Shiny hundred. What's that Then um, It's a Shadow Shiny Hundred. There's too many SHs in there to to uh, work out what it is. Uh, there's definitely an acronym for it, but I don't know what it is. Someone tried explaining it on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah, someone tried to explain it on Facebook the other day, but I don't even think I could read it. Something like that, anyway. Exactly. Right. Shadow Raids. There's, there's quite a bit to digest. But the Shadow Raids start with one stars and three stars. And the one stars are going to be Shadow Poliwag, Shadow Matchup, Shadow Bellsprout and Shadow Beldum. You can easily do these on your own with no help from anybody else. Then you've got the Shadow Three Stars. That's a Shadow Bayleaf, Shadow Qualiver, Shadow Croconaw and Shadow Sneasel. And looking at what the Australians and New Zealands are currently doing, again, these are also ones that if you've got a good lineup, you can get through on your own. There's also the Five Star, which is Shadow Mewtwo. That's not one you can do on your own. <laughs> just an FYI. Um, that's something that you're going to have to find a community, a group, some friends, get onto local Facebook groups, see what's going on in your local area, find out if people are meeting in parks, in cities, see what's going on around there. You can also use the Niantic Campfire app. If you go on to Niantic, the easiest thing to do is to go onto Campfire, go onto the group page at the bottom so in right in the center is two little like a picture of two people click on that click on the the button it looks like a safari so it looks like a compass and it will show you it'll come up with ingress nba peridot and then pokemon and then everything else underneath it is nearby groups to you so if you're inclined to join a group 
you don't have to tell them your real name. It just comes up as your Pokemon name. But you can join a group in your local area. It looks at groups that are close to you. If you join them, join on to one of them and then look in their community lounge, you will see that they are basically arranging things around your area. Not every group has, but most pe- most of these groups are created by people within your local area. They're not created by Niantic, they're created by people in your local town or city, etc. So if you don't have someone around you, go onto there and have a look at that. That's how I managed to find people to go and do the Regilecki and Regidrago. Drago. Looking at how the Shadow Raid will work. Yeah, well, 20 is best, but most people are not going to mm-hmm. find 20, let's face it. Not unless you're very lucky. Mm-hmm. So the Shadow Raids... There's a bit of information about how they work, and we know a little bit more now because obviously Australia and New Zealand are currently playing with them. You have Shadow Shards and Purified Gems. So as you battle Grunts, you'll obtain mysterious components with a chance to get a Shadow Shard. Looking at a few people that are currently playing them in the New Zealand and Australia area, not every Grunt is dropping a Shadow Shard, and not every Grunt is dropping, uh, not every gym, when you do the one star or the three star, is dropping a Shadow Shard. However, you only need four. So the good thing is, if you do a couple of Grunts and a couple of Raids, um, or if you just do Grunts, you will eventually get enough Shadow Shards to be combined together to make a Purified Gem. Once you have four, Professor Willow will use his Shard Refiner to turn him into a Purified Gem. Again, we don't know exactly how this works, not yet. We probably will in the next couple of hours, but by the time you are listening to this, you will either have already seen it or already know, or you'll have done it yourself and found that right out. Once you have a Shadow Raid, you can jump into it and fight away. At some point, the Pokemon will become enraged, making it harder to beat. It's going to boost its offensive and defensive capabilities. So at that point, you can use a Purified Gem to take it back down to normal. If you are joining a raid with several people, if more people have these purified gems, it will bring the enragement down faster. So basically, it's already going to be fairly easy to do a one star and a three star. Once you get into the Mewtwo ones and the five star, you're going to need to have as many people with a purified gem as possible because otherwise that Mewtwo is going to be ridiculously hard to beat. Sounds simple, but you know, whether it, how it works is a different matter, especially with Mewtwo. We're not going to know much about Mewtwo until the end of the week when people start doing it. The ones and three stars, again, because they are that easy to do, it shouldn't be too bad. Pokemon being dropped afterwards, so once you beat the raid, the Pokemon being dropped afterwards, they're looking like they're starting at 666 on the IVs. Apparently the floor has not dropped massively down to the bottom. Yeah, so the IVs are looking pretty good. However, a couple of people have noted that they've had Pokemon with uh, 7, 2, and 1, for example. So I don't know if that was just... Niantic testing the waters in New Zealand and Australia, or whether they hadn't turned that bit on yet, which is perfectly normal for Niantic. We'll just have to wait and see what they say and what happens and what goes on over the next couple of days. Mewtwo is a two-day event. If you're going out there to try and get just the shadow or the shadow shiny, you are going to need more people and more purified gems. So the easiest thing to do is spend the week either doing grunts and saving up the shards to get the purified gem, or Try out a couple of um, one or three star raids within the shadow ones. Just try them out, see what you think, see how easy or hard you think they are. And don't forget, through all this, there is no remote raiding on shadow raids. Don't quite understand why they're doing it this way. If they want to limit raiding by remote and they want to increase the price, then why not still allow us to do a shadow raid by remote for the people that can't do it? Why? 
why limit it limit it even more okay that's the end of that one obviously we'll give you a full rundown in the upcoming about how that's going to work with each level and what raids are still going on around that because obviously there's shadow raids and there are normal raids but we'll go through that in a little bit moving on to the next thing uh, we've got a bit of a strange one from london go fest so London Go Fest is being held in Brockwell Park and the group slash association, the Friends of Brockwell Park, have objected to the event being used for Go Fest. Apparently they have a deal with the local council to leave it uneventful between May and June. I don't know if that's because the weather is nice and people want to enjoy the park or whether they had something planned themselves. However, in their eyes, this deal has been broken and they have a list of complaints, which basically there were too many people there. The park is only set up for so many hundred people and there's going to be at least, you know, tens of thousands plus tens more thousands that are going to be in the city that will make their way over there that don't have a ticket. Very much like Vegas. They're basically complaining that too many people will turn up. The equipment that they're going to be using is huge. There's going to be lots of noise, lots of mess and just way too many people. Besides the point that they also booked it between May and June. Nothing's really going to be done about that, but there might be something on the day, maybe some protesting going on by the uh, friends of Rockwell Park. Who knows? Yeah, I just thought it was a bit of a, a bit of a funny one. All the things to complain about in the world. They're using a park between May and June, and we said we were going to use it first. Okay, so the next one is Peridot. So take this with a pinch of salt because let's face it, it's an online thing. But according to some online articles. Peridot is not landing with users the way Niantic wanted it or expected it to. So the game launched on May 9th and within the first week it had 675,000 downloads. I don't know if that's good. It's a brand new game. It's created by Niantic. However, users are saying that the AR is inconsistent. It drains the battery. I mean, come on. Anyone that plays any sort of game on the phone knows that your battery is being drained, especially if it's using your camera. For that amount of time. And your location and in the background, which it has exactly. to be doing because it's Niantic. Exactly. So it's using your background information. It's using AR, which is a camera within the real world. And it's a Niantic game. And it's only just come out. Therefore, they haven't got used to these little kinks yet, like they did with Pokemon for the first year. It drained your battery. Your phone would go ridiculously red hot. You know, that's just what happens when you get a new game. And another point is that the monetization is putting a lot of people off. So having to pay for, once you get past a certain stage, as we talked about last night, or last week, sorry, once you get past a certain stage, you have to pay to stay in the game and carry on playing, which is putting a lot of people off. However, it seems that Niantic are doing that more and more. Obviously, with uh, Pokemon Go, they've decided to up the price of certain items, which we won't go into again. However, with this new game of Peridot, it seems like they are doing that across the board. So I think they started out with that expectation that they have to pay for things so that yeah. it's not like Pokemon Go where we're all moaning about it now. Yeah, but you have to there has to be an incentive to play the game in the first place, really. If your um if your game is not amazing to start off with, then there's no reason to carry on paying to play is it really yeah. so there you go we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one but it could just be another game that, that only lasts you know a couple of years like the last couple that have been out 
the Harry Potter one, for I example. I think it's a hit or miss with kids' games, though. Like, Pokemon, it was enough, like, interest and effort involved mm. to be, like, well, us, we're grown adults, and we're playing it. So, mm. I think kids' games are a hit or miss, are tricky just depending on getting them interested. Then, does the kid, do the kids have a phone, or do they pay, play on their parents' phones, or are their parents going to be like, no, we're not paying for that, or is it something like, I had a customer say the other day that they bought their, like, grandkids Roblox cards or something, and I don't, Roblox cards, I forget what it's called, but I'm like, I know what Roblox or whatever it is, but I didn't know that you can get cards for it, so maybe they're going to do something like that. Maybe. I think I think they're just trying to put something out there that earns their money that they don't have to, you know, pay anything towards another company. Like I said before, you know, Pokemon Go, they have to pay the Pokemon company. Part of their money goes to the Pokemon company. This Peridot has a brand new thing that's their idea. They don't have to pay anybody. So they're probably trying to make as much money as possible out of it. But you're not going to you're not going to earn that much money out of it for a game that isn't that great in the first place. I'm sure yeah, people really enjoy it. Show yeah, six hundred and seventy-five thousand downloads is 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 great, but how many of those are you actually going to keep? If you only keep ten percent of them, that's not going to give you enough money to pay back what you spent to create the game in the first place. So, and how I think often are the kids going to go on it to go catch a Pokemon, mm. or they have to feed it? Do they already have pets in real life? Because it's different when. And back when you had a Tamagotchi, there was no other internet around to be interested in. Now there's, like, entire apps of things going on and entire shows and entire, like, there's just social media. There's just way much, a lot more going on than when we originally had, like, a Tamagotchi. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of different factors that might be going into that. We'll keep an eye on it anyway and see see how it goes. But I don't I don't see it lasting if if they're going to continue down the hole. You need to pay to get past the first, you know, once you've got your first dot. If you have to pay to get after that, that's, that's no good to anybody. And especially um, because like, what's the point besides feeding it and playing with it? Like, what do you do? Give it. Give us a reason why you need to bring another one into the world. Without yeah. that reason, there's no game. And I mean, there's some games that like anyone will play any. Yeah. Me and my friend were in like college still, and we played. Um, she would play this baker game on Facebook, and I would play <laughs> this like dragon game where you had to collect coins and stuff. But you like you made your whole little dragon like basically like a farm, but for dragons. But you could like hatch eggs and stuff. I don't know. I was like, I really spend my time doing this, but <laughs> yeah, it's. It's just, it has to be interesting. Mm, like you does. said, there has to be a challenge. So I don't know, besides playing with it and feeding it, it seems like more of a responsibility thing than a game for kids now who just want to... I don't know, I feel like they're very technologically savvy now, so they're not as impo- like easily impressed. No, I think so on. Okay, well, Pokemon postcard storage has now been increased, if you are willing to pay. So, I, yeah, no. I don't personally wish to. No. I'm not interested in increasing that. But if you want to, you can. I'm sure people have. 
No, it rec- so and it's not something that it recommended it to me today. And I was like, no. Mm. Like it was like buy extra whatever storage as soon as my thing was full. Instead of saying your thing is full, mm. it automatically recommended it, and I was like, no, I'm not paying for this. I only keep it for the scatterbugs. Before that, I was only collecting the postcards from the places I liked or like wanted to go to or just thought were cool or were special to me. But now it's just pretty much scatterbugs, but I'm not going to expand my storage for that. Okay, so as you may have read already, Niantic, in their usual fashion, responded to the complaints and the feelings of the Pokemon Go community, but just not in the way that any of us wanted. Director of Pokemon Go Live Game, Michael Steranka, said that the raid changes were made to stop players abusing the system and stepping away from the core message of going outside with friends. Um, there's quite a few quotes in here, so I'll try and get through them as, as fast as I can, just so you have the whole thing. Going out with friends. Yes, going out with friends. That's very helpful. The changes that we made to remote raid passes, this is an incredibly difficult decision to make and not one that we took lightly. Personally speaking, I would wager to say that I used to do more remote raids than 99% of well, general readers, it says. That's something that was deeply embedded in my daily gameplay in Pokemon Go. Ultimately, as the years sort of went on, what we noticed is that this sort of uncapped experience of remote, rela- remote raid passes led to a really unhealthy play behaviour from a lot of our players in Pokemon Go. You would see players using dozens, sometimes hundreds of remote raid passes in a single day. And that's not really the experience we ever intended the game to be. So, that one, he says that people would, be, people would be using tens, if not hundreds, of remote raid passes. Hundreds. That's Hundreds. dramatic. That's very dramatic. In a single how are day. you? How many can you do? You have to okay. If you time it out, how long is a raid? You have to sit there and you have to do. You have to wait in the lobby for that whole minute. You have to battle it, then you have to win it after. Mm-hmm. And that's not even just trying to find friends or trying to find a raid first. And that's you have to get invited to them and add yourself to a whole bunch of things. So is it even possible to do hundreds or? Tens of hundreds. I don't get it. I mean, I mean, it is possible. However, the type of people that are doing that realistically are going to be content creators or the rich, because even when the remote raid passes were cheaper, you know, of a lower, the lower end of the scale than what they are now, who's going to be able to afford to do hundreds or you know, several tens? I think. When I've said this before, when Rayquaza was out, I did a lot of in-person and a lot of remotes. I didn't do tens, and I certainly didn't do anywhere close to hundreds. But they and keep they keep saying, like, they keep singling out, like, the randomest data that they said they're finding. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's not everyone. That's mm. not the majority. Mm. Yeah, I I don't quite understand... As per usual, I don't quite understand where this guy is trying to come from because it this is this is very different data to the data or what we would consider to be data of the common the common gamer, the common user of Pokemon Go. There is no way that this is a direct correlation between what they're seeing 
and what is real. It just seems like this is a way of... Um, it's just an excuse. Yeah, it's just a way of excusing it by just by throwing this out there. Like, everyone's going to believe that there are... There's a mass part of the player base that are doing hundreds of raids per day. I just you know, don't even yes. know. How do you get hundreds of raids per day? I mean, you can. Are you buying if, if you, well, obviously you're buying them, but what I'm saying is the only type of person that's going to be doing that is rich people or someone that's a content creator because they're doing it for content. You know, there are certain content creators that I've watched over the years that have gone out there and done a hundred raids and see how many raids it would take before they've hit the shiny that they're looking for. And that's great because one, people are watching that and they're, you know, they're sponsoring this person, they're paying a fee to, um, to enjoy that content. So that for them makes them money. Therefore, they are likely to spend that money on creating more content. And that's what they do it for. They're the type of people that do hundreds, hundreds maybe. But not every day. I mean, you know, I'm not going to throw names out there, but the ones that I've watched the past few years only put this kind of content out every, you know, every few weeks, every month, every couple of months. They're not doing hundreds every day. Maybe through COVID people were. Because a lot of people were sat there on Twitch and on YouTube doing this kind of thing. Because yeah. everyone was sat at home watching this kind of thing. Well, that's not that's not a general day-to-day. No one has the time to sit there to do hundreds. It's just a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah, so, it's, just, yeah. it's just the same data as the Singaporean grandma. It's just a bunch exactly. of excuses. It is. So he goes on to say, we had to take action and we knew that what it was going to be an incredibly unpopular decision and it's a tough pill even for myself to swallow having unlimited access to remote raids in Pokemon Go. He added that Niantic didn't respond to the complaints caused by the changes until now when they had something to show. We're really hopeful that actions speak louder than words here, he said. As players will see over the coming months, yes, we are trying to pivot away more from that remote playing experience, but that's because we're going to be introducing a lot of new and fun ways to engage with the game that we really feel confident that players are going to enjoy. Uh, he added that, oh, so Funty Miller, whoever he is, um, added that Niantic cares just as much about Pokemon Go as the players. We're a team of incredibly passionate players ourselves, and I think that's something that sometimes may get lost in translation. I, I don't think it's do lost. I think it's that. just absence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's lost. I think it's just a lie. It didn't get <laughs> lost in the mail. <laughs> no, it, it's not lost because if they played this game and then they played this game now, they would see a massive shift in the way that people play and also a massive shift in the way that the community has responded and or has been forced to respond. their own data. Like, no. They're looking at these things that are like very extremes in one area, but that's not the majority of their base. Apparently not they the are majority of players. So apparently players. they are constantly playing the game. Um, we're battling each other. We're trading. We're a group of people that is similar to our player base, and we're really hoping that it shows with the new feature that we've put out. Nice. I, I really don't think that like, people mm, working no. for this company that play each other that probably have unlimited access to whatever they want within the game. Certainly, an unlimited amount of money or coins are able to play this in the same way that you or I would or you know average Joe Blogs out there can play the game it's very very different to the way that everyone else is is playing yeah it's 
They're out of touch with reality or something. Mm-hmm. I think the AR is uh, kicked in in Niantic uh, HQ there. <laughs> I mean, it, it goes on to say more about they're excited that uh, Shadow Raids will be incorporated into into the daily activities in the game after launch. I really don't, it's just I really creepy. don't think that's going to work. It's creepy, though, because it's like, they're like, you need to move. You need to move more. We demand that you do this activity in action. Well, they have put a new thing into the game. And yes, it is exciting. Yes, it is a nice addition. Yes, it will bring certain people um, together to get themselves new types of Pokemon, Shadow Pokemon. That's great. However, you are currently... um, It's a nice way of putting this. You're currently polishing a turd. <laughs> it's still a turd, but you're just polishing it at the end of the day. Um, a little shine. Yeah, it, there's. It's not that the game is ruined. Far from it, I still enjoy. Itself. I yeah, I still enjoy the game. I still get a lot of entertainment from it. I I genuinely love this game. I play it every day. However, the bits that I used to enjoy are now gone because I can no longer do a remote raid without spending ridiculous amounts of money, which I'm unwilling to do. I can no longer bring people in to do a raid with me, not only so that I get that legendary raid um, boss and also my friends within the game or just random people online that that want to, that need to, you know, people that are a lower level or people that live rurally that, you know, say, please let me in (laughs) so that they can actually catch this Pokemon. All those people now are affected by this. And for me, um, it's a major shift in the way that how I used to play to how I play now. And I think it's going to take me a lot longer to level, to go from each level now up to 50, because I'm losing 10,000 per legendary raid. Again, not the end of the world, but... It's a major shift in the way that I'm used to playing. And also it's a major shift because it's going to be a lot harder to get the legendaries that I used to be able to get before. And I was never one for grinding them into the ground to try and get the um, the hundo or the shiny. I would do a couple of each one, maybe. And then after I didn't get it, if it was interesting enough, I'd carry on. If it wasn't, I wouldn't. I always go back to it. I tried and tried and tried for Rayquaza. I really did. Um, and I really enjoyed doing that, trying to find it, because it was feasible. Now it's really not feasible to do that. This, you know, this upcoming shadow event next weekend, it's going to be very difficult if I can't find people in my local community or within the city close to me to be able to go and battle with other people. If I can't do that, then I will not be able to get, or not be able to get, because I already have a few shadow shadow Mewtwo's, but I want the Shadow Shining, and I want to try to get it, and that's the whole fun of the game. But by limiting us now, that takes away a lot of the fun. Throwing this additional thing into the game is still not helping the fact that they took away something that would help within this new feature. Well, they responded anyway, so what can you say? Can't say much more than that, can you? The Pokemon magic is about to begin! So going into the upcoming, we have... The Rising Shadows event. So this happens from Monday, May 22nd from 10 a.m. until Sunday, May 28th at 8 p.m. 
The Team Go Rockets will appear more frequently at Pokestops and in balloons. The spawns include Ekans, Goldback, Coughing, Condor, Puchina, Dunkey, and Scroopy. And if you're lucky, you get Hissuin, Quillfish, and Scraggy. The Shadow Raids, as mentioned earlier, in one, three, one star and three star, then in no, normal raids. So you got one star, Clefairy, Tentacool, and Morrow, which can be shiny, or you get Skrelp and Poplio, which, I mean, Poplio's pretty good. And then you get three star Magneton, Lapras, which could be shiny, Mawali, which can be shiny. And then the five star, you get Tapufini, Regigigas, and both can be shiny. And then Mega Raids, there's Pinsir until the May 24th at 10 a.m. Then Mega Altaria, which returns at 10 a.m. May 24th. And both of those can be shiny. And there's the usual field research and special research. So let's go. We'll continue. And it's currently sat at page four or six. And you also can get an avatar pose, which is from the right, which is the rising hero pose. Tuesday, the 23rd at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. your local time. It's Skaroopy Spotlight Hour, which comes with two times the evolution XP. Wednesday, the 24th at 6 to 7 p.m. your local time. It's Raid Hour for Reggie Gigas. So again, that's where my remote raid passes are going. Saturday and Sunday, the 27th through the 28th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. is like the whole star of the season, which is Shadow Mewtwo, which can be shiny in five-star raids. And again, Shadow Raids are in-person only, so that means no remote raid passes, and I give that a big thumbs down and a sad face and a pout. And Rising Hero ends at the end of May, so we should find out soon regarding Season 11. Looks like you have an answer to our problem. Hmm? We're all doomed. Huh? So, Mr. B, if we are setting out and getting ourselves situated and ready to do a Shadow Mewtwo raid to get our shiny shadows, in, what should we be arming ourselves with? What Pokemon should we be using? Mewtwo is a pure psychic Pokemon. So it is vulnerable to bug, dark, and ghost Pokemon. And it is resistant to fight and psychic type Pokemon. So don't use resist, uh, don't use fight type Pokemon. Don't use your psychic type Pokemon. You are going to have to take in good dark Pokemon, really. They're your best choice. Um, as they resist both ghost and psychic types while dishing out some super effective damage. So the best Pokemon to go out against Mewtwo. Start with the dark Pokemon and the moves. You have Houndoom using Snarl and Crunch. Tyranitar using Bite and Crunch. Absol using Snarl and Dark Pulse. Weavile using Snarl and Avalanche. B-Sharp using Snarl and Dark Pulse. Dark Rai, Snarl and Dark Pulse. And Zoroark with Snarl and Foul Play. If you're going to use Ghost Pokemon, Gengar with Lick and Shadow Ball, Banette with Hex and Shadow Ball, Miss Magius with Hex and Shadow Ball, um, Shadow Ball, Origin Form Giratina with Shadow Claw and Shadow Ball, and Chandelure with Hex and Shadow Ball. And if you're going to use Bug Pokemon, use Mega Beedrill with Bug Bite and Excisor, Pinsa with Bug Bite and Excisor. You can use Scizor with Fury Cutter and Excisor. Excalivier with Bug Bite and Megahorn, or Genesect with Fury Cutter and Excisor. 
if you don't have the most exciting Pokemon in the world and you have a group of friends, then just throw in some dark Pokemon, some ghost Pokemon and some bug Pokemon. And probably the best thing to do is get a, a collection of Pokemon ready, at least, at least one selection of Pokemon ready. You can do that if you go into your Pokemon game and go up to battle, go across to party. And then go down to the bottom where it says gyms and raids. Now, if you press the little plus button next to the gyms and raid, set up a new party, call it Mewtwo if you wish. And then... So don't let them get drunk with power, but yeah. Well, yeah, don't get drunk with power, but (laughs) just enjoy yourself. Put your Pokemon to the highest CP and then type in Dark, for example. And then you can select your Dark Pokemon. If you haven't got the greatest Pokemon in the world, you know, just go for your Dark, throw a couple of ghosts in there, throw a couple of bugs. The good thing is... Once you t- say, for example, you set up this group, type in dark and it will bring up all your dark type Pokemon. If you don't tap it, but if you just hold your finger down on that Pokemon, it will bring up what moves that Pokemon has. So you can see which ones have dark moves, which ones have dragon moves, which ones have rock, ice, etc. So you can click through. See, I can find here a Weavile and it's got Snarl and Foul Play. I've also got a, another Weavile, which has Faint Attack, Foul Play, and Avalanche. So you can see which ones have got the dark moves, because sometimes you can have a dark Pokemon, like Tyranitar that I have, which has got Smackdown, Fire Blast, and Stone Edge. That's not going to be any use to take in. Although it is a Tyranitar, and it's a good one, those moves are not going to be any use against Mewtwo. So, just go through your Pokemon and get your party ready. When you've got all your Pokemon in there, press Done. And then I would do another one because when all your Pokemon faint, instead of trying to let the game choose which Pokemon are next, you can have another one, another party ready to just swipe across to and jump straight back into the raid. That's, that's the best advice. Good. Yeah, that's the best advice before you go into a, a big. I do it for all. When the new Pokemon, when the new raid bosses come out, if I'm going to do the raid, I always set up a couple of raid parties just so that I have a backup. When all my Pokemon faint, I can either bring them all back to life with revives, or I can just go straight across to the next one and carry on going. Especially when it's a um, a Pokemon that you're not going to find many people, especially nowadays, when you're not going to find many people to jump in it with you, and you need to use as much time as possible actually battling and not reviving your Pokemon. Just do that. Well, that's um, kind of smart to do yeah. that way. Well, best way to get yourself ready, anyway. I would definitely do that before this coming weekend. There you go. There is our advice for the week. So thank you very much for listening. Um, is there anything you want to add, say, or ask, Mrs. B? Um, I just hope everyone has a good week and stay safe. Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, listening to another episode, and we look forward to another episode next week. We will bring information, fun, and adventures on our our attempt to get a shadow shiny Mewtwo. <laughs> And how much fun we've had with the Shadow Raids this week. And so, your shiny Zubat. Oh, yeah, I didn't get a shiny Zubat. No shiny Zubat this week. Yet. But, yet. But, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> right, see you next time. Bye. Bye.